Is it restarting? Yeah, we starting. We aren't. We are my Donkey Kong. Wait, did you record the intro that I did? Just then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me do it with some like pizzazz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go. Okay. All right, welcome to the Back Catalogue, a podcast where we watch and review movies and TV shows held deep in the archives of Disney+. Plus. My name is Apo. I'm here with my mate Vincent. Will we uncover some hidden gems or will we have a mental breakdown? Stay tuned to find out. So today, Vincent, what did we watch? We watched uh, 1975's The World's Strongest Man. Starring who? Is that, the, is that what the title? I think. Is that what the title is? It's either that or The Strongest Man in the World. It's The Strongest Man in the World. <laughs> it's close though. <laughs> We're off to a good start. It's close. Starring... I even, wrote it, I even wrote it down wrong. <laughs> I, I think I've it got it wrong. written down about six or seven different ways in this book. But it's starring Marvel's very own Kurt Russell. The Thing's very own Kurt Russell. One of the greatest actors of all time. He's looking young. Very young. He's looking young. He's got beautiful hair. He's got a like, solid jaw. Oh, dude. Like, that's a... Kurt Russell, you don't get to see his jaw as much these days as he did in yeah, those days. Yeah, he's got that beard. But man, oh, post Big Lebowski, I haven't seen any other movies with him apart from like that. And I don't. Is he in Big Lebowski? Is he? I don't think so. He's a different guy. No, Big Lebowski is um, um, <laughs> it's not Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's not. No, 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 no. Big Lebowski is man. Who's Big Lebowski? Oh, it's Kurt Russell. Jeff Bridges. Oh. Jeff Bridges. He sort of looks like Kurt he Russell. He kind of looks like him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he looks like Kurt Russell. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks... What is he in in Marvel? He's is a... he Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, Quill's dad. Sweet, it's the same dude. <laughs> now, Vincent, for those who don't know, The Strongest Man in the World is a movie that came out in 1975 and was a Disney-based movie. Did it come out on? Um, this is what I, I. Did it come out in cinemas, or was it just like one of the straight to DVD home video business? I don't think they would have had DVD in 1975. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it got a cinema, cinema cinema release. A lot of those big Disney movies did get a cinema release, and this one was a big hit with the kids, Vincent. For who? Yeah, because it followed not one but two movies. Oh, was this after? Yeah, this was. After. I was wondering because there was parts of it that were like, "Oh, it's you." Yeah. And I was like, "Who?" Yeah. So this movie is a part of the Medfield High cinematic universe, and the there are three movies on there. The original MCU. The original MCU. World's strongest man. Oh, strongest, strongest man, man in, the, in world. the world. Yeah. Okay. I'm having. Look, I'm going to have a look at the box office. Have a look at the box office. Have a look at the box. Now, while you're looking at that, Vincent, let me tell you that this movie is the third installment of the Medfield College universe. You're right, the MCU. The first movie was The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. I might recommended. The next movie was Now You See Him, which came out in 1972, starring all the same actors. But guess what? It's not featured on Disney+. Plus. Oh, and then after that is Now You See Me. No, with uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's an extension of this of this uh, of this movie. Now, let me explain to you what this movie is. The world's strongest man, the strongest man in the world. We're going to make that mistake a lot. Is about a college science whiz who gains super strength in a lab accident. 
And that's what Disney Plus is telling us. Vincent, do you have any other synopsis for this? This here. Oh, we're doing some the synopsis at the start. No, I could do one at the end. Oh, we do, oh, we do about, oh yeah, that makes sense. We do it at the end. We do it at the end. So right, then, right, right, like, right. I, I doubt that the people, anyone who listens to this, will know what we're. Will know. Um, okay. Fifty percent of our viewership will, because it'll be yeah. me and you. Well, that'll be. So we'll know. It'll be a hundred percent of the viewership. All right, wait. Let's um. No, let's, no. let's 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 Mickey's sister, then. and then Ellie's dad. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, that's it, mate. Let's track back. Let's track back. All right. So we've done the intro. Should we just go through the movie? <laughs> yeah. So first thing I wrote is, why are these opening credits going for so long? I know. So it was like five minutes, literally. And it was for those who have not watched Strongest Man in the World. The opening credits is a little kid <laughs> never featured in the movie doing strong feats that are also never featured in the movie. Doesn't he lift off a boat at one stage? Yeah, he like. Catches King Kong from falling (laughs) off the the building. Whatever was at the start, I don't want to, you know, give my review away too early. But everything that happened at the start, if that was made into live action in the movie, (laughs) it would have been such a good movie. Some dude in like a gorilla suit. Yeah. Falling off the Empire State Uh, Building. Kurt Russell just catches him. No, I know. And the reason that it was so long was because we have after credits now. They didn't have those. Yeah, that's right. So everything that's featured in the after credits goes at the start of the movie. Literally every character's name. Yeah, that's right. And then at the end, there was just no credits. There was no credit. It just stopped. And it was really funny. Do you read any of the names? Nah. It was some of them. The majority of the like the smaller ones that came at the end were just the people's names. And then it was next to that, their names again. Because their characters' names were their names because they were just background oh. characters or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like, when you get into that point, when you're putting in characters' names who have the same name as their actor because they're not featured very much, do you need to put that in there? Just say, these are the background actors. <laughs> yeah. At least. And go through them quick. Far oh, yeah. But <clears throat> this movie starts off with um, the college dean, Dean Higgins. Dean Higgins. He He's in financial trouble. The school is in financial trouble and they need to find a way to get out of it. So that's where things start. So he's trying to make cuts, Vincent. The man was trying to make cuts. Yeah, but who was telling him to make cuts? Did I you no, see the dude? I, I, that guy. He was like, he's had one of them old-timey moustaches. <laughs> like, this guy looks like the fat controller. <laughs> and then he pulls out a pocket watch. Yeah, in the thinking, 70s. Is but that, but that's have, not, a, that wasn't, a, that was like the 20s. Sure. Yeah, right? They didn't have, they anyway, didn't. I was like, come on, man. You can get a wristwatch these days. Yeah. We're doing? in the age where we can get wristwatches. He was an executive. Maybe he was just trying to act like he fancy. But could I tell you one thing? Sure. This movie has a lot of science involved. <laughs> There's a lot of fantabulous things that are going on. But literally everyone in this movie is an idiot. Starting with the Dean. He's an idiot. You can't understand him. No. There's cool. That's the most thing. of the people in... No, but like the way they talk... Oh, oh, that's how they sound. They have the old-timey voices. Is that the old-timey voices? Yeah. Well, they don't sound like they're underwater. They almost do. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you and like lungs filling up from the inside. <laughs> well, Dean Higgins does have an interesting voice. But that man was in all three movies. Now, So he saved his job then. Oh, no, this job. is the last no, one. No, this is the last one. So he no, didn't get his okay. job back afterwards. He didn't now, get his job back. Where's Dean Higgins trying to make his first cuts? Because that's what this movie's about. He's trying to make cuts, trying to figure out 
where to get money for this college to stay afloat. And it's the science wing. Yeah, You're going to make fine. cuts in the yeah. science <laughs> wing, right? And that's where we meet the titular strongest man in the world. That's where we meet Kurt Russell for the first time. Kurt Russell. Dexter Riley. Dexter Riley. Surprised they didn't just keep it as Kurt Russell. Both names are pretty pretty good, right? Yeah, it's not bad. Not a bad name. When the camera went into the- <laughs> before, before, before he goes in and he's like, the guy comes out and tells him, you know, he's got to make cuts or whatever. And the guy leaves. Yeah. And then he goes to his like, assistant in the next room. What are you looking at? Just type something. <laughs> she doesn't have, she just looks around. It's like no typewriter, nothing. <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional humor or they were I, like, I forgot the prop. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of this had intentional humor in it. Yeah. It's, I think it's, yeah. <laughs> but no, then Dean Higgins, he has that 30, he has 30 days to make a change. So he wants to make some cuts. He goes into the science wing. Where he sees... No, the science room. The science room. It's That's right. science it's not room. It's same. not even a wing. It's a room where there's... It's like next door. And it's over capacity. There's about 40 people in there. Yeah, but there's probably like 400 beakers. Oh, my God. That is the most sciencey science room I've ever seen. So much science. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, Vincent, but every single character that was not Kurt Russell looked like they were part of the Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> but was, the yeah. ones from Warner Brothers Movie World. <laughs> You know, they don't look exactly like, like them, like they look the, sort of different. Yeah, they look like, sort of similar. Kind of look like uh, Velma. Just put some glasses on. And yeah. You look like Shaggy. We'll put a beard on you, yeah. put a green t-shirt on. You'll be all right. Literally, 90% of those men yeah. look like Shaggy. And they were involved in some pretty high-quality science process. High-quality science. Oh, and then, all right, so before before the Dean rocks up, when he's, he's like, oh, this is, you know, we're making the cow make... Stronger or whatever, making right, the cow right. stronger or whatever yeah. they're trying to do. <laughs> they're just crushing up vitamins. That's all they're doing. Yeah, that's all they're doing. They've got they've got beakers on beakers. The man's just got a grinder. <laughs> She's putting putting vitamins. So he goes, <laughs> pass me a pizza. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a pizza slice. She's grinding the pizza with it. I don't even think he grinds it. He just puts it in, doesn't he? Who knows? He doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. His name's they- Quigley. Is that his name? Oh, no, no, that was the, what's it called. That was the professor. Professor Quigley or Squiggly. Professor. <laughs> professor Quigley. I thought, the, I thought the, the redhead guy was the professor and they came in. The guy that looks the most like Shaggy. Yeah, the guy that looks the most like Shaggy. That's Dexter Riley's best mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The, the yeah, dean yeah. comes in and he goes, Quigley! And then he's like, oh, something, something. He's not, he doesn't make it clear who he's talking to. He's no. kind of just like yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a cow in here? <laughs> But yeah, there's a cow in there, and the cow is... <laughs> now, this is where old school Disney sort of falls down a little bit, because I don't know how well they were treating some of their actors, including this poor cow. Poor cow. Probably didn't get paid. The most malnourished-looking cow I have ever seen. Yeah, but they had to get a malnourished cow, because they said they were making it... Yeah, but they could have just said that they didn't Not have any milk anymore. <laughs> they didn't have to be the skinniest cow ever. I forgot his milk. But what... What were they going to give the cow in order to make the cow stronger? Crushed up vitamins and a slice of pizza. In? Do you remember what it was in? No. Cereal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole idea of the movie. Why is there any scientific process there? But, like, cows don't have cereal. I don't think cows would be attracted to cereal. In any attracted way. Attracted to cereal? <laughs> no. <laughs> some, like, some nice cereal over there. Like, wouldn't you put it in hay? 
Or like yeah, a slop. I don't know. Cows eat slop. <laughs> I guess that's what cereal... Just sprinkle it on the grass. Right, yeah. I guess that's what cereal becomes, doesn't it? Slop. So maybe cows are attracted to it. I'm not sure if cows eat slop. I've never worked what, with What do you cows. mean? Every, what, everything just come, becomes slop. So <laughs> it doesn't matter how that's it's... Right. doesn't matter how it's... <laughs> What do you want a what do you want a whole pizza for? Just <laughs> mix it around and drink it. <laughs> but when we're moving on, this how does the how does it end up happening that they create the the formula? So they create this formula that ends up being the world's strongest man formula that makes people strong. It also gives the cow its powers to make twenty liters or more of milk. I don't know. Is twenty liters a lot of milk? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but no, there's like no, hold on. There's like it's like gallons. It's like buckets. It's just oh, making buckets. Yeah, on it's buckets making about. Milk. There's about twenty buckets. Twenty in this buckets thing. of milk. Yeah, twenty liters is not a lot. <clears throat> twenty liters is like very small. Twenty liters. Yeah. No, but with the so doesn't he just like slam the door or something and then all the beakers fall. All the beakers just fall. And it's there's, like a, there's a, there's a discovery. It's like a Rube Goldberg yeah. thing where just like all the beakers fall in a certain manner that a chemical goes into the cereal with the mixed vitamins and the pizza and creates cereal that pops and for some reason attracts the cow then the cow was never attracted to the cereal until it started popping and then it takes a bite and what happens yeah how do you think rice bubbles are so popular oh that's true snap crackle pop not snap crackle <laughs> slop no that's <laughs> oh my goodness so after the cow is done eating its food right they just assume that nothing's working and they take the cow back home. Was that, hold on, was that before or after the Dean comes in and starts yelling? Stands right next to the cow. The cow's stepping on his toe. He's got, also, there's <laughs> another thing that the Dean has like a corn yeah. on his foot. A subplot of corns. Some <laughs> subplot of corns, <laughs> which disappears after this, but, yeah. but the cow's stepping on his foot and he just can't say anything. And they're like, Dean. <laughs> what are you saying? What do you mean? The cow's like, it just cuts, keeps cutting back to the cow, yeah. stepping on his foot, and yeah. then his face. And it's like that for like a good 20 seconds. Yeah. And it's like, Dean, what are you trying to say? What are you talking about? Now, I've realized that a lot of the humor in this movie is older white men making faces, but not being able to express how they're feeling. <laughs> no <laughs> emotional Dean, intelligence. No, that's right. Starts with Dean, happens with some other guy later on, happens with the Dean again, I'm pretty sure. Far out. But then what happens next? Where do they, where do they go from there, Vincent? You got you got a, a whole bunch of notes there. Yeah, but most of it's just like, why are they doing this? It's <laughs> like, one of them just says, dog roaring. Oh, yeah. That's later. Yeah, that's, that's later. Like, we'll get to that in a bit. All right. So. Now, but then. No, then Kurt Russell just like looks at the, like, does he think that the formula is like why do, he just racks the bloody right so formula so he just like puts it in a test tube like puts it in his pocket and that's it so there's the Rube Goldberg experiment that happens yeah. everything falls over a beaker falls into the uh, into the cereal which yeah. has uh, the liquid from the beaker falls into the cereal yeah and somehow Kurt Russell gets there in enough time to get that liquid out and then he's just looking at it really inquisitively and then just puts it in a, in a little test tube and just like takes it with him that's all. It's chuck in the pocket and scary. But then the worst thing about that is after the cow's eaten some of the cereal and liquids have fallen into it from the science experiment, they just put it back in a cereal box and take it back to their college dorm room. It didn't even have milk in it, did it? No, it must not have actually. 
dry cereal. <laughs> just putting, we have milk, you're putting like cereal with the milk back in the box. Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Take it around a soggy box. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, sir, your cereal's dripping? No, no, it's science. <laughs> it's science. That's why we've got it in this box made of cardboard. <laughs> but they take it home, and that's when this movie kicks off. Instead. That's when, Kurt, is it Kurt Russell gets Kurt a call? Kurt Russell, he has some... Who gets a call? It's not the professor, is it? Oh, no. Um, oh, also... Squiggly. It's mate. It's... Shaggy. So why Dexter is Riley's he the best mate. Yeah. Why does, why does Shaggy get a call? Like, why is he the point of contact for the guy that owns the cow? Oh, no, no. It is Kurt Russell because it's at night. That's what I thought. That's Kurt right, Russell was Kurt like, Russell's sleeping and... And he gets a call... Shaggy sleeping. ...from the owner of the cow. Yes. But the, the funny thing is, the dean before... Man, this is like jumping all over the place. But the dean asks, like, how much are you spending on this cow? Oh, $15 a day? $15 a day? <laughs> is that a lot of money? No, no. It doesn't sound like a lot of money. It doesn't sound like a lot of money, but in the 70s... What's inflation? Look up the inflation price. $15 in 1975. I'm sure they didn't have the cow there that long either. Like $15 a day. Okay, it's $75 a day. Oof. That's a lot of money. That's rough. That's rough. That's a lot of money. (laughs) That's a lot of money. When he said that, he was like, $15 a day. I was like, come on, man. That's like lunch. (laughs) That ain't lunch. That's a a solid lunch. $74.50. 27 cents. I think the dude that is giving out the malnourished cow would do a better job doing that as opposed to being a farmer. Yeah, I reckon. Just giving out his cow and then working on something else. Man, that's... Well, he does need a lot of lunch. He's seeing him kids a lot. So the, the cow is like... When he's drinking him, he's going, oh, what did you do to the cow? It's... We can't even, we can't get enough bloody kids to help us. Shovel the, it's just like a, a you know, the, like, okay... Get the bucket, pass it to the next person on like the line. Yeah. And yeah. there's about... There's like 16... I think I counted 16 kids <laughs> that are just like... One person's milking. There's 16 kids that are individually passing the bucket to the next person. Yeah. And then one person at the end lifting the bucket onto like a, a ute. Yeah, no. They're, a truck they're, or something. They're truck. They're, they're farmers, man. they got a truck. But it's like in the middle of the night. It is in the middle of the night, which is So strange. have they been like... Did they get at home and was like, oh, let's start milking it right away. And they're going... Oh, what if it stops making milk? Yeah. Just like capitalise on it while That's we can. That's true. That's true. Because I was thinking, why would it be in the middle of the night? Do cows just automatically start milking themselves at some point? I thought it was in the morning, you know? Oh, it might Wake be up in the early. very early morning. It was dark. It was dark. It was very dark. Cow probably wants to sleep. <laughs> Goodness me. So. What do you got? What do you got <laughs> next on that? Next. So next, after that, we go back to... I guess it's the college dorm. It's yes. just like a house. Yeah, it's a massive the kids, house. Yeah, that the kids live in. And, and how many kids? There's like... I don't know, 10, good 15? 10, yeah, 10, 15 people living in this space. These kids, but like college students. These are the college students. Not the, the kids that are doing the cow were they're like kids. children. Like yeah, they're children. Under 10. Like, shouldn't be doing that much nah, hard shouldn't, labor. like, put them to bed. <laughs> yeah. Leave them alone. They go to school. Um, so then they come up and Shaggy's there. And he's like making eggs... And he's cracking the eggs like from a distance, like two meters above the pan, like a master chef. Like he's, he's yeah, he's, he's cooking for a crowd. Yeah, there's people there watching. <laughs> that's right. Which we were. Yeah, that's we did watch, yeah. and we we noted it. We know. Well, I noted it. <laughs> yeah. So he did do a pretty good job of that. Yeah, it kept us interested. Now there's a weird mini, very mini subplot <laughs> with uh, Shaggy's dog. Shaggy's he always dog. gets chased by this Doberman. Now Shaggy's oh, dog. 
No, not Scooby. <laughs> yeah, it's Scooby. We'll call it Scooby because I've forgotten the dog's name. I don't know. It was just like... But it was a really white, spot. fluffy, that chum dog. You know chum? Dog food brand chum? Or the chump? I don't know. Anyway, it's a small, fluffy, white dog. And it's just getting chased by this dopeman. That's the subplot of this movie. That's that's the subplot. It's a very short subplot. Yeah. But that dog plays a major role in this movie later on as well. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit going on with this dog. But Shaggy is cooking cereal. Uh, he's cooking um, eggs and bacon. Cooking cereal. He's, he's, he's cooking cereal. He's re-cooking <laughs> cereal that already had milk in it. It's got two days old milk. He's two putting more milk, more in, milk it. in it. No, it's coagulated it. at that point. <laughs> but Kurt Russell at that point has some of the cereal. And when he has that cereal, what happens to him, Vincent? Kurt Russell has a cereal. Yeah. And there's yeah. just like, it's like snap crackle and popping all <laughs> yeah. over the place. Yeah. And yeah. then there's just like a puff of smoke. <laughs> and he's like, what? Now that puff of smoke is very important, isn't it? Because that is a telltale that's, sign. That's how you know you've become the strongest man in the world that's or the right. world's strongest man. That's right. But Kurt Russell doesn't think anything too much of it. No. Anyway, moving on, the dog ends up having some. <laughs> and the dog becomes a lion. Of, Basically, of, it's capacity. like... Because then... Because after they leave, they all leave, and then the dog goes to chase the Doberman. Because the Doberman was chasing the, the little dog, fluffy dog, Scooby. Yeah, Scooby. And then Scooby comes out, and he's like, roars. Like, not like a... <laughs> not like a loud bar. Not like a loud bar. Like, they've just ripped something from the Lion King. Yeah. When was the Lion King out before? The Lion King no, wasn't out by no. then. <laughs> they ripped something like from like George in the Jungle or some... George in the Jungle. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they ripped something out from a real lion that they probably the had because Metro Goldwyn Mayer, the like, yeah. one in the front of the Looney Tunes. Yeah. They plagiarized that from the from Warner Brothers and they've got that and they've got the lion <laughs> roar and they've just stuck it into when the dog barks. It does. And then the dog breaks down the wall. No, the door. The door, yeah. To chase the Doberman. Breaks down the door. Now, we've got to remember that these are college kids. <laughs> and even though there's about 16 of them living in one Bear space. Bear in mind. That that's going to cost them a lot of money. No, but for, before that, when Kurt Russell leaves, he goes to close the door and he pulls oh, yeah. just the handle off. <laughs> yeah, the entire handle just The entire comes handle, off. like a little nice little circle, the entire yeah. handle comes off. And that's our first sign of him being That's our first sign. Man. And that's when we're thinking, is this the world's strongest man? Or is this the strongest man in the world? We As still the title don't would suggest, know. I can't remember. Strongest man in the world is the title. Now, one thing that I've realized about this movie, Vincent, is there's two things that they that they want you to know from the start, from the name and from the front cover. One, they want you to know that Kurt Russell's in it, right? He's the main character. Two, they want you to know that it's about someone who's very strong. <laughs> Kurt Russell's in this movie for about five no, minutes. That's, that's, that's the next thing. I was like... So then Kurt Russell disappears for an hour. Yeah. The movie's only an hour and a half long. Yeah, Kurt Russell is barely in this movie. There was a point where I was like, who's the main character? There was a point in which I was like, I've fallen asleep and I've missed all the Kurt Russell bits. Because there is another subplot of like a mobster heist. Yeah, yeah. But I was when I was like, I was like, is this, is this a heist movie? Like what what movie is this? Is this the same movie? There's too many tonal shifts. There's too- but, and then there's the... Oh, man. Anyway. But the second part of this, it's called The Strongest Man in the World. We only see about five or six strongman feats. Yeah, Kurt Russell accidentally bends a light pole in the street. And then bends it back. Then bends it back. Yeah. He does a dunk 
which breaks the backboard. And then he says, hey, guys, come see this, and runs off. Oh, that was another thing. The whole movie is just a whole lot of, hey, guys, and then everyone just running to some, <laughs> some spot. Very strange, right? And then Kurt Russell shows Dean Higgins how they're going to make their money back. And what does he do? He lifts up a fat man in his chair. Now, this and poor overweight M&Ms bloke. fall out of his pocket. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Dean Higgins, wanting to cut back on funding, tells this guy that he's not allowed to eat as much as he does. That's a bit of this movie. <laughs> they're just making fun of this poor oh, dude yeah. because he's fat. They're like, oh, you're interrupting class because you're always crackling open things. Oh, and- yeah. That's <laughs> Stop bloody opening packages. Mind you, in saying that, I agree with Dean Higgins on that because year 10 maths exam, sitting in there, I was struggling. This dude next to me, we're going to call him David. His real name is David, but I'm not going to say his last name. (laughs) He had M&Ms during the maths exam. And instead of, you know, eating them one at the start maybe and then at the end, after every single question, he would go into the M&M packet, scrunch it, bring out one M&M, and chew it really loudly while he contemplates. Pavlov's dog, mate. Do something oh, yeah, good. Yeah, get a, get yeah, a treat. Yeah. Like, towards the end of the question, he's just salivating. He's like, oh, my, like, oh my God. I'm so close. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand why Dean Higgins did that. But to do it, that was a good six, seven minutes oh, of yeah. this fat man getting teased. He's just talking about... I shouldn't about- call him a fat man. I should call him an overweight man. Yeah. He was getting teased. I felt bad. I was, and I was thinking, what? Why? Just like... All it needed to be was you're crinkling open packages in class yeah. and then Kurt Russell comes in. And just lifts him up. That's but all. it was like five minutes of the guy going, oh, as well. Yeah. Like the, the oh. overweight man was just, he did not, he didn't look good. He was just like, but I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. But Stop, why, why are you eating? I've got reports from your first, third, fourth, <laughs> all the periods, teachers, you're eating too much. But I'm hungry. And it also, people don't care in college. It's not like school. Yeah. In college. Yeah, yeah, but no, but American college is different. I've seen... It, no, because it could be just like there's college and then there's... They go to like a pre... We don't have to get into that. We don't, don't have worry to get about into that. that. Don't worry about I don't know enough about that. But anyway. I've seen people like bringing in full meals into, into lectures. Yeah, I mean, I eat almonds all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, almonds is not as bad as like full ramen bowls. <laughs> Where you're smelling it. It's brought a microwave, like plugged it in. Yeah. It's just got eggs like frying on this pan. If that happened, no one would care. Everyone would be like, yeah, yeah he's I hungry. Yeah. He's just hungry. We had to come in at eight for this lecture. It's an eight o'clock I didn't lecture. have time to, I didn't have time to cook. Probably got up at eight. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like ran straight here. So then when he shows him that he ate the cereal, the first thing the dean does is go, let's take it to the cereal companies. Straight away. We could sell it to the cereal companies. Yeah. You've got a, a serum, a cereal, whatever, that makes people strong, and you go, let's sell it to the cereal companies. Straight away, without doing any further testing, let's no. not be like, let's take it to maybe a scientist who doesn't look like Shaggy and who isn't a college student who definitely smokes a whole lot of weed. No one in that space looked like they were, you know, they were qualified enough to do anything like, like they that. They were doing science in inverted commas. <laughs> yeah. You know? They just had beakers with colours in Like Quigley who was just... He was there. But he was he was, he was was holding on to his job by his yeah, teeth, you know? Like, now, they do take it to the cereal company. Did you write down what the cereal company was called? Uh, auntie Cereal. All I remember is just like she's everyone's auntie. 
Oh yeah, auntie cereal. Yeah, yeah. But is that was called? It was oh, called crumbly crunch. Crumbly crunch. Crumbly crunch. Yeah. What was the other one called? So crinkle crunch. Yeah. So the and they and the guy's name is Crinkle. Yeah. Like they call him. Excuse me, Mister Crinkle. <laughs> so the the cereal company that they go to has a rival cereal company called Crinkly Crunch, which sells the cereal that looks exactly the same, but. But it's got a different person on the box. So yeah. these cereal companies have decided the best way to sell these cereals is to just have the name of the cereal and then the face of the like president of the cereal company on the box. It's like if we if that happened in real life, there would not be any cocoa pops, there would not be any fruit loops, there would not be anything else. There would just be cornflakes with different people's faces <laughs> That's on them. It. That's it. With like Corn something, and this is the last name of the person that owns the company. Now, the dean goes to the cereal company by himself, and his presentation to them is he sits at the end of the table. Of a huge table. Like a 40-people table, right? It's like one of those massive uh, ones that you see in, like, Dracula's castle. right? Like when you have dinner at, like, some creepy mansion, and... The dude that's like invited you is at one end of the table, and you're like half a kilometer on the end of the, on the end of the table. That's what it's like. Except there was forty people in between on yeah. each side, all who happened to be related to the owner of the yeah. cereal company. Like the first one was like, "Oh, but aunt, is this is this what we want to do?" And then some other guys, "Oh, aunt, is this?" There was three people that called her auntie, unless her name was actually auntie, Aunt Crunkle Crunch. <laughs> I don't think her name would have been Crumply Crunch. But well, the other guy's name was Crinkle. That's true. Maybe she was Aunt Crumpley. Aunt Crumpley. Now, the Dean, under is he wearing a robe or something? Because underneath he has like yeah, a... Yeah, he was wearing a robe. Yeah. He's wearing I, like a, a silk robe. Yeah. He's got his like high school or college gym uniform on. He's got the Medfield College gym He looks uniform like on. uh, one of the things from Dr. Dr. Zeus. Like Thing 1, Thing 2. How they just got like a yes. onesie. Yeah, yeah. That's like that. He has a onesie style thing. And... Mm. He starts off the strength demo by beating his chest like Tarzan. Yeah, with with accompanying Tarzan roar. Oh, yeah, he yeah. does, doesn't he? He does do that. <laughs> Is this just references to other movies? Yeah, that probably are better. I'm not giving away how I feel about this movie early, but that's how I feel right now. <laughs> so his strength demo consists of him lifting up. Does he lift up chairs? So what was the first thing he did? He The first thing he lifted up, was like just he brought his own um, like barbell. That's right. Like he had a the barbell deadlift there. kind of thing. And yes, yes like yeah. they like did they have that already or did he bring that himself? <laughs> that's my question as well because it's a very heavy. Yeah, weight. Well, apparently it's very heavy. And it was just sitting in the middle of this meeting room. Yeah, did he bring what? that in himself? No, that's right. He does that first. So he does that, which is okay. That's fine because that's a strong man act. Yeah, that's right. You see someone lift up a barbell, you go. That guy's pretty strong. Yeah. What's the next thing he does? Is that when he starts swinging from the rafters? He starts doing acrobatics on the chandeliers. And they're all, while this is happening, everyone is standing up and clapping. Yes. And the best thing about it is stunt casting was no good back in those days. No. So Dean Higgins is a short, rotund (laughs) man. And then there's just some other dude up there. It's just some other guy in a wig that looks kind of like him. Did he even have glasses on? He had glasses. Oh, he did. But he did not look... He didn't even look anything like him. No, nah, he didn't. No. No, nah, that was a mistake on their part. That was a mistake on their part, but it's also of the time, I think. I think stunt casting was one of those things where it's That's like, fair. there's but probably not enough people that look like Army Hammer, so we're <laughs> going to get some guy that looks very different to Army Hammer. <laughs> 
Now, yeah, no, we'll forgive that one. He later, we'll that one. after he's finished, he does enough to sell this product. Like they, they're still clapping at this point. They're, sti- they're literally they're still, still clapping. clapping. He thinks it's like a good idea. You think idea. Joker got a 10-minute standing ovation, mate. Dean, oh, Dean Higgins Dean got a 10-minute standing ovation. Dean Higgins was the original Joker, just flipping the genre on its head, you know flipping what I mean? Flipping the genre on its head. Now, he then karate chops the table <laughs> and breaks it in half. Yeah, but how does it break in half? It just shakes. The whole oh, table yeah. just shakes, and then you just see a, a light, a crack go like the whole length of the table and just folds in on itself. They stop, but it looked like it was going to take off. off. I thought it was going to, yeah, I thought it was going to fly. Or initially, I thought he was going to hit it and it would fly up on the other end and hit Auntie, <laughs> <laughs> like uppercut her in the chin. Yeah. yeah, I just had here. Why is he doing acrobatics? And well, then why? why does he keep doing things? He just kept doing like <gasps> yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're good. And he starts like ripping the columns <laughs> yeah. of the building, and they're like, oh, okay, that's enough. Like the structural stability of this <laughs> building is being thwarted by this man. But my question is, you know, when it got to the acrobatics before before he started breaking and vandalizing this joint, the acrobatics and the weightlifting. How do we know he couldn't do that before? Yeah, they don't know no that. Before and after, there was no before and after. They don't know that he could have been. Able to do that and then just said, oh, this is the cereal that makes you do it. And then they've been like, let's buy it on that alone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's all they do. They buy that cereal. But but no, they don't buy the cereal. There's no money. There's in no talks. money exchange, is there? There's there's nothing. Is there anything in the whole movie that suggests that they're getting money from that? <laughs> That's, actually, that's actually true. I don't like, think there's anything. There's nothing. They kind of just they kind of just, just go, oh, let's propose a, a a competition and this cereal company will yes. sponsor Medfield High, yes. Medfield College, and this Crinkle Crunch company, similarly named cereal, <laughs> similar box, <laughs> will sponsor S- State University or something. Who are the strongest people to see who's the, the best cereal company? Not a good not a good way to do it. That's that's it. There's there's no like oh if, if you win, if we win the company we think we'll buy your cereal for a hundred thousand dollars. There's none of that though. There's nothing. And also, they're better off, the two cereal companies, getting a bunch of people together to test the cereal side by side to see which one is better. My thoughts are that it's the exact same cereal now. It looks like the same cereal. <laughs> so, other than taste or texture, there's nothing different. No, wait, no. There's nothing different at all. Taste and texture is the same. How is this, how is this a, a good company model? How is this a good business model? It's just one cereal. Two. Like... Was that a thing in the seventies that they Kellogg's only doesn't have cereal? only one cereal? No, maybe times times have changed since then. Now, <gasps> oh, hold on. So yeah, after so they call the president of Crumple Crunch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. calls the president of Crinkle Crunch. Yeah. to suggest this weightlifting match. Yes, and in the background you see an easel that has like a poster of the cereal. It's got the cereal box. It's got the dude's face on it. Mm. And then it just says, we are number one on top. <laughs> yeah. And That's it's, it. Yeah, no, literally. And at that point, I think they were number one. Well, they said they were number one. Remember, they chant it all together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I've got after. <laughs> and just go, we are number one. We are number one. Just like 25 dudes. And you know what that movie, or that, sorry, that scene reminded me of when I was watching that movie? In the boardroom, tell me what, give me an overview of what, each boardroom looks like in regards to the demographics. Just males. Yeah, right? Just old white dudes. Old white dudes, right? There are 
two females, I think, in this entire movie that get a line. And then, oh no, three, because the typewriter lady. Oh, and yeah. there's not a single black guy. There's no African-Americans oh, yeah, no. in this movie at all. Oh, not even like a background character. Not even a background them. character. Far out. I'm starting to think that Medfield College is one of those like Klu Klux Klan <laughs> colleges that only let white people in. Like serial companies. I didn't even see Asian people. Nah, that's true. Nowhere. Far out. And I know it was the 70s, <clears throat> but the 70s don't seem that far away. I can't believe I've given my money to Disney to watch this. <laughs> Actually, I haven't, I haven't paid the subscription yet. So oh, you're still on, I'm the, still on the trial. Still, Can't believe they only give you a seven-day free trial. Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm cancelling that and using a different email address. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Why do they only give you seven days? I don't know. Netflix gives you a month. Yeah, all the stream services give you a month. Amazon gives you a month. They give you... Free delivery. Free delivery. Far out. And it's like six ninety-five. or yes. something. Yes. <laughs> Stitch-ups. Anyway, so there is a snitch in the... In Auntie Crinkle, Crimply Cuts, Crimple Crunch, there's a snitch in her organization who ends up being her nephew. They're all her nephews, though. They're all her nephews somehow, which is strange. But I love how it's like, we have to watch out for spies. Yeah. And then the camera just zooms in on this guy. And as they're doing that, as she said, we have to watch out for spies. He lights up a cigar <laughs> yeah. and just sits back and starts smoking a cigar. Like... <laughs> Do you want to make it more obvious? Yeah. There might be a spy here. Oh, all right. They would have subverted expectations so well if it went to that guy and then the spy was someone you've never seen before. You know what's funny? <laughs> when it went to the next scene, so the next scene is just the spy talking to Crinkle Crunch, right. the dude, the other guy, in a phone booth. bad guy. I was like, is that the same guy? It didn't look like the same guy to me. Because he's wearing a hat. Yeah, he was wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, maybe they pulled the wool over my eyes. Maybe they have subverted my like, expectations. Now, I think that is because you spent about 20 minutes of film looking at a boardroom, two different boardrooms. That look exactly the same. That look exactly the same with 40 white guys that look exactly the same. So you're probably thinking, this could be some other random guy. <laughs> Everyone looks the same. They What they probably did is they probably just filmed the same boardroom from, the different, from a different angle, <laughs> kept all the board members... Yeah. Except for the president. Yeah. They just switched him around. That was it. <laughs> Probably. And they would have away with I'd it. Like, yeah, if it wasn't for those medley kids. <laughs> yeah. And that dumb dog. And that dumb dog. Kurt Russell with Kurt this. Kurt Russell. With this, in this scenario. Yeah. That's a spoiler. Because you don't know who wins just yet in our retelling of this, of this story. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the winner? Now, after the snitch um, does his work, he ends up calling one of the suavest looking men I have ever seen. So Cesar Romero is in this movie. Cesar Romero. Oh, that's the mob boss. That's the mob boss. Well, he's not really a mob boss. He's just a mob. He's just a, he's I don't just know a guy. If, yeah. Hold on. Before that, before yeah. he called, he calls the Crinkle Crunch or right. Crumple Crunch, whatever. The, he calls the other cereal company and they says like, were you followed? <laughs> no. Oh, whatever. And then they've got they've got a formula to bloody make the strongest man in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've rigged this from the start, and it's like, oh, what we're going to do? Oh, I'll give you. They, he negotiates to bloody hijack their formula or something. Yeah. And then, which doesn't actually mean that they'll win the competition. No, not necessarily. No. Like, because <laughs> you don't know. No one knows. No, that's right. <laughs> and so they go, okay, see ya. They both hang out the phone booths. It cuts it, it fans out, and the phone booths are right next to each other. Yeah. They get in two identical cars. Yeah. <laughs> now, even though that was probably my favorite part of this movie, now I don't want to give away how I feel about this movie, but that was my favorite part of this movie. You shouldn't keep saying that. 
Ja, det skal du give Not to foreshadow how I actually feel about this movie. Not to foreshadow how I feel about this movie. In case you can't understand the cues, he doesn't like this movie. I may, I may not. We'll see when we get to the reviews at the end. Unlikely. Now, when, if you're not wanting to be followed, why go to the same place? Because that gives you two chances of being followed. <laughs> Do people going to, like, if they follow in each of the guys, one of them loses their, their tail, yeah, yeah. and the other guy goes, Oh, don't worry, they're both in the same spot. <laughs> They've met up. They've met up. They've but, done our job for us. But yes. Um, Idiots. Then our friend Cesar Romero comes out with his mate. And they're real chummy with the guards. But Cesar Romero, can you just tell me that he is one of the suavest looking men that you've ever seen? He's he was he's like the wardrobe. Oh, in dude. This, like the, the costume design. Dude. That's, that's Oscar winning performance. right. right? Because Cesar Romero comes out. I didn't know it was Cesar Romero until you just told me, but <laughs> <laughs> he's looking fly in like, he's got like oh. a bright red suit. He's, he's got a purple suit at one point oh, or something. He's got all sorts of He's got of like suits. a checkered suit. Oh, man. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, Cesar Romero also played Batman in the original Batman TV. Uh, sorry, not Batman. Sorry, he played the Joker in the original Batman TV oh, series, yeah. right? So he's had some suave suits from the start. But not only has he got suave suits, he is fully gray. Or white. His yeah. hair is white, right? But the perfect hair to beard ratio. Like, it meets and becomes just one big thing. It looks amazing. He's the only person in this movie that was like, this guy is a Hollywood actor. Everyone else does not look like Hollywood actors in this yeah. film. So not to not to give away what Apo thinks about Cesar Romero <laughs> in this movie. I love Cesar Romero in this movie. Oh, don't give it away. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so so this the snitch. The snitch calls up. Mm-hmm. Or meet Caesar Romero meet and Cesar his Romero. mate, yeah. who's like half his height. Yes, coming out of prison. I just don't know who was Caesar Romero in prison. Was the other guy in prison? They were both in prison. Now, see the reason they were we don't both know, in prison. Yeah, the reason we don't know is because we haven't seen the original. We movie. should have watched the original movie. Far out, buddy. I didn't think they'd be that that much connected. Yeah. I thought they would was, be like tangential at, stories. Yeah. So the snitch goes and welcomes them from prison or something. Yes, he and does. It's like oh, we've got a job for you. It's 50,000 or something. All you have to do is steal a formula from a college. Yeah. Now, and so from this point, it turns into a heist movie. It does. It literally turns into a mafia-style heist movie. Not a good one. Not well, a good one. I don't want to give away how I feel about it. But can I just ask something? Why is it that in every single movie, when some mobster or someone gets out of prison, they go straight back into doing things that are going to get them back into prison? It's a cycle, man. It's a, I know, it's, it's the a cycle. cycle. It's the cycle. But it's that mentality. I swear. They're still in the mobster mentality. Because mobster. we don't have proper rehabilitation in prisons. <laughs> Let's get into the prison systems. <laughs> yes. All right. That's what this podcast is That's becoming. Not- could we, be called the back catalogue, but instead... We subverted, like, we, yeah, yeah. like the snitch. <laughs> like the snitch. We... we Thought it was you thought it was the guy that was smoking the cigar, and then it goes to the next scene, and, and we're it's talking about guy. prison sentences. Yeah, but we're back to the back catalogue. We're so. back to the back catalogue. Yeah. We subverted it for a bit. We, sub- we, we subverted the subversion. We realized we paused. We realized we didn't have enough prison material. We didn't have much prison material. I don't know enough about the prison system. I, don't have, I have no idea what happens in prison now. <laughs> Caesar Romero might. Caesar Romero would. Only movie prison. Anyway. Yeah, at this point, hold on. What happens there? Oh, yeah, it becomes oh, no, a heist movie, so. right? Yeah, this is where it becomes a heist movie. Yes. And so they they, hi- they they talk about how to steal the formula from the college. Mm. But 
Cesar Romero's like henchman or something. I think uh, yeah, we can call him his henchman. Call him the henchman. He's I like I like his. He's a cool character. Cesar Romero. No, yeah, the henchman. I don't think he's a cool character. I, don't, anyway, I like that. You know, he's like but boss. <laughs> I don't think he's a cool character. Character. I think he's a stereotypical yeah. Italian mobster. Yeah, well, I'm Italian, so I like that. <laughs> It, I thought of all it people appeals you to my heritage. It. I thought of all people. You <laughs> no, I thought it was pretty good. So, and Cesar Romero tells him that like you can take the lead on this one. Yeah, yes, but that's true. Do we know his name? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but don't worry, I don't care about his name. Let's just call him uh, Henchman. Henchman. Henchman number one. So yeah, he takes stand the lead. In, on it, stand he? in for Kurt Russell because at this point, Kurt Russell hasn't been in the movie oh, for half an hour. He is not. No, that's <laughs> like yeah. after. After he shows Dean Higgins that he's strong, yeah, he's not in the movie. No, which is a bit... Look, I was sold on this movie because of Kurt Russell. I said to Vincent, before we were making this podcast, I said, we're going to make this podcast and the first episode is going to be The Strongest Man in the World, World's Strongest Man, starring Kurt Russell. Why? Because it's got Kurt Russell in it and there's going to be stuff about being strong and doing strong feats. That's what I thought this movie was going to be about. There's none of that. But there's cereal. There's cereal. We both love cereal. There's heists. There's heists. There's a dog. There's racism. There's a Tarzan reference. There's a Tarzan reference. So yeah, um, the henchman takes the lead. Takes the lead. And his idea is they can't go through there because there's there's guards at this facility. Yeah, so they go, hold on, they go to they go to the college. They go to the college, yeah. Which is just like, it looks like a random office building. Yeah, it doesn't look like they've gone into a no. specific location in which has, you know, a campus. It's just an office building. It, it's literally an office building. Like, it could be a bank. It could be. It could be. It could just be an office building. <laughs> it could just be generic office building. Um, and then, oh, here we go, yeah, this is... They are trying to figure out how best to get into the facility without... You know, getting seen by any guards. But the henchman has already cased the joint. He's oh, he already cased- done it. I don't know when, but he's done it. He cased the joint. Cesar Romero asks him, how are we, how are we going to get in? Yeah, he yeah. goes, don't worry, boss. I've cased the joint. Dude, that's why he's a good henchman. Yeah. That's why that Cesar Romero... That was a very good accent. Yeah? That's your Italian heritage coming that's through. The Italian, that's the Italian, mate. That's the Italian. Yeah. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Now, <laughs> Cesar Romero is right. He lets him take a lead. And the henchman says, instead of going into the facility... We're going to climb up. It just happens to be... What, is, what are those things? The window cleaning The window cleaning thing. Or, you know, scaffolding that you can you know, move up and down the building. Yeah. Which always happened to be on the side yeah. of the buildings in yeah. movies, don't they? Convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. Which he had already been to that day because he had cased the joint and he had done that. Right. He had gone... Oh. And like, yeah. But also, how did... He, was there just a ladder to get... They, on the top of the building... They have to go from the top of the building. Oh, yeah. How do they get to the top of the building? Yeah, it's not as if they go from the bottom to the. We're using the. Uh, yeah, the it goes. It goes thing. from. It goes from. Don't worry, boss. I've cased the joint. We'll go up from the top. They're now on the top. Either there's a ladder, which they didn't show us, or you have to go inside, go up the <laughs> stairs, come out a door that takes you to the top, and then go back down to go back inside. Yeah, that's it. But they do, and Cesar Romero, for some reason, realizes halfway through, actually more than that, three quarters of the way through, that he's afraid of heights and wants to change the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know that before. No. He hadn't, then, he hadn't been on the top of a building before. No, that's true. Because normally there's guards in the building. But this time there were guards in the building, but not where the oh, stairs were. Not where the stairs were. They were only in the building, <laughs> but not where the stairs were. Which weren't in the building. Which weren't in the, or they might have been in the building, they're just not guarding the stairs. Like, that's true. 
It's a strange bit. But <laughs> Vincent, tell me how the rest of this goes because now I'll be honest with you. During this movie, you know how I said I fell asleep? Yeah. I fell asleep. And you this is asleep. the part where I fell asleep and I'm not sure whether this bit went for two minutes or whether it went for 20. Right. Because when I woke up, they were still in the building <clears throat> doing some shenanigans. Okay, well, buckle up. Okay. This is a wild ride. Okay. Now, I don't want to, you know, give away how I felt about this part of the movie, right? Yeah. But this is my favorite bit. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> this is the best bit of the movie. Because I was going to say, I fell asleep in this bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't want to so, give away how I felt about the movie, but I did fall asleep. All right. So they go, they're at the top, and yeah. Cesar Romero goes, I'm afraid of heights. I don't want to do it. And he goes, but boss, we're like already here. All we're going to do is go down this little rappel down on the scaffolding yeah. and then go into the window and that's it. He right. left the window unlocked from this morning or some rubbish. Was he in there the morning? I don't know. He said oh, okay. he's case to join. I actually can't remember. They might have just... They, no, they just opened the window. Okay. The windows were open. Windows so they go down, right? And Cesar Romero gets on the thing and he's like pushed the scaffolding out away from the building and he's like holding onto the building with his hands and he's looking down. He's like, oh, I can't do this. I'm afraid of heights. And the benchman goes, just let go of the building and it'll come back. <laughs> and he's like, no, I can't. And so every anyway, time he's like, I can't. I'm afraid of heights I'm specifically. Afraid of heights. <laughs> yeah. So then that happens. And then finally he like, lets go. Yeah. It's just like the henchman just gets rid of his, like, get your hands off here. Right, right. And then he goes, all right, we're on. You let down one side of it and I'll let down the rope from the other side. Oh, because they have to go down. They've got to go down. So they've to got to, to the let window. the rope, oh, yeah. you know, to make it longer. Yeah. Which is hilarious because they're going, all right, just let it go. And the henchman's like feeding the rope. And Cesar Romero is just kind of tugging it a little bit. Like, it's very obvious yeah. that they're not actually doing it because Cesar Romero is just there and he's just like talking and he's just tugging it. So they go down and then at some point you see that there's a knot in the rope. Right. On the henchman's side. That's, that's got to cause an issue, I'm assuming. It's A, not to give away what happens after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it causes an issue. Yeah. So the rope hits the like pulley system. The knot of the rope? The knot of the rope, yeah. And so that side stays there and Cesar Romero start side just drops down <laughs> and they both fall and they're like hanging on to the end and Cesar Romero's like looking down straight to the bottom and he goes, I can't do this, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually think he says that. <laughs> and, and so oh my God. basically that's... Now, is this making enough noise? It didn't make enough noise to wake me up, but is it making it's, enough it's noise, to, noise to cause any guards to come out? No, nothing. There's like crashes because then the plank of wood that is sitting on the scaffolding just falls straight down. <laughs> just falls straight down, hits the pavement or whatever. So there's meant to be a lot of noise happening. There's It, it sounds like a lot of noise. Now, do they get into this building? That happened. That's like... A five-minute situation, this oh, gosh. rappelling down. Finally, they get into the building. They open it up. And then Cesar Romero goes... Because this whole time, the henchman was taking the lead. Cesar Romero yeah. was just following. Yeah, yeah, And uh, <laughs> Cesar Romero... I don't know. He just like says, oh, I'm doing this my way now. Like You're not taking the lead anymore. It was a mistake. And then at some point, he just kind of goes, all right, we've got to go out of the room. They've got to... They, they're in the room where the thing is. And they... Where what? In the, in where, the science the, lab. Where the Rube Goldberg machine is. Right, okay. Where the, yeah. where the cow once stood. <laughs> once stood, yeah. On Dean Higgins's foot. <laughs> on his corns. On his corns. And What is a corn? I don't know. Is it like a 
What are those things that you get on the side of your toes? Bunions. Bunion? No, it's not a bunion. It's a different thing? I'll search it up later. <laughs> it's not necessary now. We've subverted expectations. <laughs> we this subverted expectations. specifically about corns and other Any podiatry-related rela- matters. <laughs> Send in your podiatry questions. We'll have them answered. I was literally pointing at the microphone as I was saying that. <laughs> Probably not well. No, no, But no. we'll answer the questions. I don't know what a corn is. And I really couldn't tell you what a bunion is. But that's another podcast. That's another podcast. It's called uh, The Feet Catalogue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible joke. No, but that's what all our podcasts it's just, from here now on are now known as. It's just catalogue. Yeah. It's something, it's something else. Yeah. Yeah. The Prison Catalogue. That was the other one. Prison Catalogue. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like you're shopping for prisons. <laughs> Which prison should I go to? Oh, this one's got, this one's got a very good recreation center. But this oh. one's got lots of arts and crafts. Oh, you had to get twenty five years to life for this one. Damn, oh. <laughs> Damn I'm, <laughs> only, I'm only seven years. Um, oh yeah, okay. So they're looking for the the formula. Mm-hmm. They can't find it. Caesar Romero then goes, "That's it. I'm getting out of here. Or I'm taking the lead. Something." And he goes, "All right, I'm just going to go out of this, out of this room into the into, into the, the the building." Yeah. Yeah. And, and the henchman's like, you know, there's guards there. You can't... <laughs> like, they're making a noise. Like, they come in through the windows yeah. making noise. <laughs> there is a guard on the other side of the door, mm. sitting on a chair, sleeping, leaning back <laughs> on the door. All right? So Cesar Romero goes, I'm getting out of here. And so he opens the door and the guard just falls down <laughs> and they're just looking at each other. And he slams the door. They both run out of the... Wait, the guard's looking at him? The guard's looking at him like the guard wakes up. How did he slam the door? He slams it back up or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then they both jump out the window. Yeah. Onto the... Like, out of the window that's probably three stories up. Yeah. Onto the pavement. Now, this is where I woke up because... Which is... Which they foreshadow before because there was a concrete mixer yes. coming away from the, the building as they went to, they magically appeared at the top of the building. So there's wet cement at the bottom. There's wet cement at the bottom of the building. Who knows? This is at night. Yeah. So who knows why they've decided to lay cement at night when people aren't going to be able to see, like on the sidewalk? Well, I mean, I mean, there's probably reasons. That's good. That's good enough reason. You put barriers around it. Nah. There were no barriers? Don't think so. Oh, God. It's just wet cement. And so <laughs> they just fall and the, the concrete shows the imprint of oh, them boom. and yeah. it's just them flat on the floor <laughs> and then their feet like running, running away. Now that's the part where I wake up. Yeah. And so the next day in the paper is just break into Medfield, High, Med- Medfield College. Their <laughs> bloody imprints on the... <laughs> But no one at this point knows that it's to steal the formula, right? There's no. Well, no, they assume because they go. Down. Yeah, they put they put the oh, security put there because they were like they're going to try and steal oh. the formula. Snitches, man, snitches. Snitches, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Well, now this is where things get interesting. So they didn't get the formula, so they're going to try to recreate it, but they need the scientific mind oh, behind that's it. The best. That's now the best part. they that's find the Shaggy, part. right? They find Shaggy. Now hold on. At, oh, so the dog, the dog, Shaggy's dog, Scooby. Oh, not that's Scooby, right. Sorry, yes. Disappears. Disappears. And because Shaggy's out there looking for He's chasing him. the Doberman. He's roaring at people. Yes, yes, yes. 
So Shaggy's out there looking for him. And who finds him? Does Cesar Romero and his mate find him? Yeah, so so they hear the dog and then, yeah, Cesar Romero and the henchmen, are, I don't know if they, they just go, oh, we're going to go kidnap this guy. Yeah. And they find the dog somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they, they know that he's searching for the dog. They know that, that he's searching for the dog. Which is strange. Some, somehow. Yes. They must have put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> searching for Scooby right now. Anyone got some snacks? Hashtag Shaggy Kings. <laughs> Hashtag Lost Vibes. Um, so, yeah, he's chasing, he's looking for the dog. And Cesar Romero and a henchman come up in the car with the dog. He's got the dog in his, his arms. He goes, hey, Shaggy, we found your dog. Yeah. And he's talking. That's great. And he goes, oh, thanks, Mr. Whatever his name he is. Remembers because him. he knows him. Because we haven't seen the original movie. Se- that's right. That's right. We need to watch that. And him from the same part of the movie. That's right. And so Romero and his henchman's idea is the henchman will duck behind the back of the car. Yes. So as Shaggy goes to leave with the dog, they just put a sack over his head and chuck him in the car. Yes, that's right. Like, <laughs> Vinny's lost for words at this point. I'm just going- <laughs> now, I think their reasoning is because they're trying to do some scare tactics for him to give away the formula. Is that just correct? Kidnap him straight away. Oh yeah, you don't have to do all this the stuff before. They just hit the guys hiding behind the car, like behind the bumper of the car. Yes, waiting for Shaggy to like leave. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he's waiting for him to leave because he's taking the dog. He's taking the dog. And he's ready to walk away. He's ready to walk away. And then the henchman comes and puts the bag over his head. Yeah. Now, this is when things get racist. So (laughs) they say, let's take him to the Chinese gentleman. When that line came up. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Chinese. It's just the Chinese gentleman. Yes. When that line came up, I'm like, so on Disney Plus, they have a content advisory. (laughs) Which says, hey, this was made in a different time. We're sorry. Sort of thing. <laughs> Basically. And I was trying to figure out when is this going to come up throughout the movie. And this is when it came up. This is when it came up. So there's an Asian Asian restaurant in which every single police officer in town is at. Literally every single one. Because the chief of police is doing a speech at this Asian restaurant. And in the back is where there's some shady business going on with the Chinese gentleman. Now, within this entire scene, the police chief, who again... I don't know if I said this earlier, but this movie is full of idiots. And he is a big one. <laughs> he's just there. He's like talking at this Chinese restaurant. Yes. And he spends a lot of time saying stuff like posing for photos and saying, on three, say chow mein. Yeah, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh. And he's saying like, oh, Confucius say. And he's saying that yeah. in an Asian Voice. Like he's up on stage. I don't know why there's a stage at this Chinese restaurant. No, it's but quite, there's a stage. Quite interesting. And he's up on there saying some racist stuff. I mean, at the time, was that meant to be funny? Was him saying know. Confucius say in an Asian voice meant to be funny? Yeah, I don't know even what he was doing there. He yeah, just, it was just some speech. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the reason. They've taken him to the, reason the Chinese gentleman yes. to get... To hypnotise him, of course. Of course. Because he's Chinese. Using acupuncture. Using acupuncture. Because? <laughs> Double racist. Because he's, he's Chinese, Chinese. Right? And uh, hold on. There was a bit that it was like, there was some bit. There was some like thing where, because the reason they know the police chief. Well, anyway, they're looking for Shay because yeah, he's gone missing. He has. And then the person at the police station's like, the police chief's not here. 
He's at this Chinese restaurant. And then Dean Higgins or someone is like, there's a missing student out here and he's eating rice and noodles. <laughs> and then it cuts to the, the Chinese restaurant and he goes, thank you for the lovely rice and noodles. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, talk anyway, about the acupuncture. So, in order to get into... Now, acupuncture goes into muscles, yes. But in order to get... Um, Shaggy to give away the secret formula. The Chinese gentleman puts the acupuncture needles into his head. Right? I just wrote here, I don't think acupuncture can go straight into your forehead. I don't think it can, but it also can't go through your skull (laughs) to make your thoughts change. Anyway, Shaggy ends up becoming, um, goes into a bit of a trance and gives away what the formula is for the secret formula. Superpowered cereal. Also, at this point, I asked, "Where Kurt Russell at? <laughs> he's still not. He's still not here. He's not even at the house, like the he's, dorm. Concerned no, no, about he his was, mate. He was at the house. He was like, there was just like a bunch of college kids, like accumulated on the right. Thing. Now, the the last thing, sort of, Shaggy's still in a trance, and the Chinese gentleman says to him, "You will go home. You will. Does he find his? You will find your dog. Yeah. After he after he gets the formula." Yes. He's like, Romero's like writing down the formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, you will not remember anything. You will use the first mode of transportation yeah. and go home where your dog is safe or something like that. That's right. You must go to your dog. So anyway, Shaggy walks out in a trance and the first mode of transportation that he sees is a police car. The squad car. The squad car. Now... Every single police person in town, including the chief police, is at this Asian restaurant. Yep. And they're all now, at this point, outside of the Asian restaurant, taking photos. This is where the chief says the, you know, on three, say chow mein. Yeah, that's right. Now, Shaggy steals the car. And before that. Before that. Yeah. Just to add, I don't, I don't know if this, this probably is racist. Just two Asian kids just walk into the shop, just holding American flags. That's it. That's, that's the shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the shot. That's a very good. And then the police just the chief goes, "Look at these great citizens or some something like that." Yes. Now I don't know how, but do you remember? I was so groggy at this point. At this point, I'd like my notes. I'm looking at them. They're no good. I I wrote swore as sword. 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 Now, so my notes are all all funky, but. The chief of police somehow grabs onto balloons <laughs> and gets sent into the air. The, How does this happen? No, the he gets on a he gets on a bike. He gets on the back of a bike. Right. And then for some reason the bike crashes and there's just balloons and he holds onto balloons and he's just flying up with the balloons. Now, is this foreshadowing? Hey. For one of Disney's greatest hey. movies. Hey, I'm going to just give you a peek at one of my synopsis. <laughs> Synopsises. Local police chief foreshadows the events of the 2009 film Up. <laughs> that's that's a synopsis for the movie. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. That could be... Now, the good thing about that is the racist chief gets his comeuppance. Yeah. But also... Literally, comeuppance. Come up. He's <laughs> going straight up. He's like the other guy, the other policeman's like, I'll shoot you down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he says something and then that's it. No, so so the other policeman says to him, who's on the ground, he says, I'll shoot you down. And he's like, don't shoot me, do something else. And then he goes, 
You forgot your gloves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Which is hilarious. That scene, terrible. But that bit, good. <laughs> yeah, I just asked, did, did they just like, include the whole Asian bit just to have like Asian jokes in it? I think they did. I they think I think this movie, there's a lot of... Boycott Disney. <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, they put their content in advisory. I'm not paying for Disney Plus no more. <laughs> okay, I've been paying for it for months. <laughs> now, after this, they old mate Shaggy gets back to the dorm, bringing with him a bunch of police cars. So all all the police policemen are following Shaggy, who's driving the police car. In a trance. In a trance. He's walking up to his home. He's like, I can't wait to see Scooby. And he's just like saying stuff like that over yeah. and over again. Anyway... All these college dorm mates are out there and about 40 police officers just tackle this poor man. They just throughout. they just jump. Just jump on him. Yes. That's it. They don't go, oh, you're coming with me, me, sir. And yeah. then, like, put him in handcuffs. They just... Ta- one of them tackles him, the rest just jump off. It looks like Premier League celebrations. <laughs> like, they've just scored a goal. Everyone's... In the 90th minute, they've just all piled on. Now, there's no repercussions to this, is there? I'm pretty sure they bail him out and the Dean's like... You made me pay a hundred dollars to bail oh, yes. you out That's or something. Right. That's Someone's right. He's like, I can't remember what happened. I'm Shaggy. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, did they give? Did they? Did you give him the formula? No, it's it's locked up here. Yes, <laughs> but he did give him the formula. So this cuts then cuts back to um, the competitor cereal company, in which the boss of the competitors eats has decided to try out this formula. Now I don't want to, you know. We watch movies like The Avengers. We watch movies, superhero movies. We watch all these movies that you've got to subvert your idea of what reality is a little bit. And you've got to be okay when things, you know, aren't real. What's the, what's the word for that? Unreal. No, not unreal. What's the word in which you're like, you know, when you're like watching something, you're like, oh, I can, I don't need to, like, this is not real, but it's okay sort of thing. Anyway. What are those things called? I don't know. We cut that bit out, but... Are we leaving it in? No. <laughs> now, um, anyway, what's the, what's the, I need to know what the word is. All right, now we're turning into the definition catalogue. Yeah, the definition. We're going to look up definitions of words until we find this word that... Well, no, it's Apple not the word, but you know, what I'm, you, know, you know what I'm trying to explain? To be honest, I kind of wasn't listening to the first bit, so I don't know what you're talking about. It's something about when you can believe something, because yeah. it's... You suspend, but you suspend Your... disbelief. <laughs> you suspend belief. We you suspend belief. All right. Sure, we're suspending belief. So you can suspend belief, right? But the one thing that I don't get about this movie is that the one thing, or the one big thing, one of the things, is that everyone's trying out this cereal, but no one is waiting a couple of weeks to see if there's any side effects. <laughs> Like, this is a mass-produced... Big farmer, mate. They're just getting it out there, all right? Make some some money. Who knows what's going to happen to Kurt Russell in the future? No one does. He's not in the movie, so we don't know. That's true. Mr. Crinkly Crunch, he eats the cereal, and he gets all hyped. He's like, I can feel it coursing through my veins. But you don't see the puff of smoke. You don't see the puff puff of smoke. There's no puff of smoke. That's right. Throwback. 
you have to see the puff of smoke to know that the cereal has worked. That confused me for a bit. I was like, what's going on here? And then what happens, Vincent? He tries to crack the table in half. Which, why would that be the first thing that you do? He was hype. <laughs> he was hype. He had his hype men around him. His 40 board members. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, we're number one. We're number one. Yes. We're number one. He smacks his hand and then it's just him. Like like the dean earlier in the movie. Yeah. Unable to speak. Just, oh. Opening his mouth, making animal noises, right? Just his mouth open Mm -hmm. for five seconds. The it gets towards this is towards the pointy end of the movie. This is towards the climax now. The strongman competition is occurring at the college. It is the Medfield High College versus the biggest people I have ever seen. Were they? They're just grown men. They're just grown men. They're just grown. They just got whoever was in the. Mr. U- Mr. Mr. Universe. Mr. Olympia. Mr. Olympiad or whatever. The bloody bodybuilders. That's it. And they look like they're about four. One of them looks like He-Man. Yes. Yeah. Like the haircut. He's got the haircut. He's got the haircut. They are massive people, right? Man. And the Medfield College students are... There's a mix of... Oh, no. They're college students. You know what one a college of them, looks one like. One of them is looks like a Slender Man. Oh, dude. He should have a movie to himself because Goodness that guy me. was very interesting. He's a very interesting looking bloke. <laughs> He's not very interesting. He's no. very interesting looking. He's very interesting looking. Arm to body ratio is insane. Not much body, whole lot of arms. Whole lot of, whole lot of limbs. Whole lot of limbs. Whole lot of limbs. Now, they go up against him and the... The, this, is when, this is when Kurt Russell finally reappears. He reappears and he's high. They're, they're doing the... They're in the... They're in the gymnasium or whatever. They're having the competition... The two serial companies are there. They've all got signs yes. that just say we are number one. That's right. And they're split. They're split in two. So half is Crunkle yeah. Cut. Half of the uh, auditorium is Crunkle Cut. And the other half is Crumply Crunch. Now, the f- the thing starts off with them eating cereal. So yeah. one part, the, the strong men eat the Crinkly Cut, Crinkly Crunch cereal. They both eat different cereals. They both eat different cereals. Right. To apparently see who's better at weightlifting yes. by eating the cereal. Yeah. And the Medfield High team, much like what happened with the the uh, crinkly kite dude, who, you know what I realized? I think that that guy is the dad of the dad from American Pie. Because he looks exactly like that guy. Have you seen American Pie? Dude, Big bushy, bushy eyebrows? eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. He looks like a bold version of that man with a longer egg-shaped face. No, I don't see it. You don't see it? No, I don't see it. Do maybe see I was how so groggy at this. Maybe, yeah, I did. Maybe, I was, maybe I was too groggy at this point. But they... Um, what do they do? Oh, yeah, they start the competition. The weightlifting people go first. No, no, before they start, they're doing the warm-up. Oh, they're the doing war- the warm-up. Oh, that's right, they have so to warm the, up first. the state university or whatever are doing weights. Yes. Like, they're doing weights. Yes. The Medfield College students are just running into each other. And just like... They're just running into each they're other. They're just chest bumping. They're just chest bumping. They're hyped. That's it. They're just they think they don't need to do it because they're the strongest man in the world at this point. Mm. But Kurt Russell knows different. What happened here, Vincent? What didn't we see? We didn't see any puffs of smoke. Oh, we didn't see any puffs of smoke. No, yeah, that's right. We didn't no see any puffs of smoke. of smoke. So then, so what happens after that? Well, then the first guy goes in. Mm-hmm. The first and guy his goes nickname in. is Porky. Now, this is even before Porky goes in. Is it? Yeah, so the, so the, oh, the, the strong yeah. man goes first and he lifts up. A, like a crazy pounds, amount of weight. 250 pounds or something. Right? 250 pounds. Which isn't that much in a strongman competition, I don't think. But it's a lot. It's a start. For a medfield. Right? Yeah, that's right. For a medfield college student to lift. Now, you're right. Porky comes in 
And he's like doing stretches, like moving his arms about. And this is probably the most horrifying part of this entire movie. As a kid, if I watched this when I was like seven years old, I would have nightmares to this day about it. This ain't it. So Porky grabs the weight. It's on the ground. He's going to pull it up and do whatever it is, clean and press, whatever you call them. He's going to put it above his head. As he goes to pull up, he's like, he's struggling for a bit. And then he does like one. One, yeah, one big move to get it up. And his arms just extend. They must pop out of his sockets or they just become rubbery and extend. Yeah, they just come. He's got just like some paper mache arms that they've put onto his existing arms to make them longer. And that's it. But that was a horrifying scene. (laughs) Do you remember when we watched that new Blair Witch movie? And the Blair Witch comes running out with those long gangly arms. That's what this that guy one. looked like. I don't think so, no. We watched that in the cinemas with Max. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When yeah. they go to the house or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. what that reminded me of as soon as I saw it. How did you drag me to that movie? I hate scary movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? To this day, I don't know. Didn't even like the first Scooby-Doo movie. It's too scary for me. <laughs> well, it's related to this movie. Now, what happens is Kurt Russell figures out there's no way that they're going to win. So he has to go back to the lab to try to figure out how he's going to get this thing done. But how long has he got? He's got about 40 minutes to get to the lab and back, right? He's got four. Four minutes. No, that's to get back to the... So he has to get to oh, the lab and yeah. back. He's got some... He's got an amount of minutes. He's got an amount of minutes he's to get there. an amount of minutes. I'm now, fine amount of minutes. For some reason, no one brought a car. Why did no one bring a car? Oh, yeah. It conveniently broke down on the way oh, yeah. there. Oh, no. Oh, I told you my car was out of gas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like what? So you just put enough <laughs> gas in your car to get to a place? Yeah. <laughs> so only get to A to B, mate. You don't have to get back. <laughs> now, so he takes Dean Higgins' car, which is some old... It's like a Model T Ford. It's like yeah. the first car that they, it was ever mass-produced. Right. Looking type thing. And this car is going about... He's getting overtaken by like kids riding bikes yeah which was a hilarious green screen every bit in the car has a hilarious green screen on the outside but eventually he makes it he makes, he makes it, it there the... and who's there who's there but Cesar Romero and his goons and his goons not just his henchmen he has goons he's got now. goons he's brought them all they're out of prison they finish looking at the catalogue they go you know what this is not for me yeah <laughs> they're going back to crime <laughs> Oh, man, the prison catalogue. That's a good throwback. Now, <laughs> now Kurt Russell being the brains of the operation. And the possibly main character of the movie. Yeah. He realises that it wasn't the cereal that did it, but it was the mixture that he made, which is now in a beaker. No, in a uh I swear he took that. Tube. I swear he took that beaker. But he left it there, apparently. He must have left right? it there. Anyway, Goodness me. he grabs it. The goons come and get him. They all jump on him just like yeah, an EPL exactly, celebration. It's exactly the same as they just all... Because he gets it and he drinks some. Yeah. And then you see like the puff of smoke. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underneath. Yeah. And then he just starts like throwing them against things. Yeah, so he throws them, runs through them. He eventually gets back to the car. No, no, no. Before that... Is there something else that He sees the snitch and he's like, you were behind all this. Oh, he yeah. picks him up. And all the goons are like lined up like bowling pins. Yeah. And he throws the he throws the snitch and he knocks them all up. And it's and the bowling, the bowling like the effect. Sound. Yes. Like all the pins get knocked over. That's right. So 
we clearly figure out that Kurt Russell has figured out the secret. The cereal has nothing to do with it. It ain't the cereal. It's just the juice. It's just the it's just the juice. It's just the juice, it's right? Just, it's just the pre-workout juice. It's just the pre-workout juice. Now, what happens is he's the strongest man in the world at this point, probably the fastest man in the world as well. We know that this juice works on you know the human biology. But Kurt Russ was like, hell, I reckon this will work on cars. I'm as a well. scientist. <laughs> yeah. So he puts it into the Model T Ford. He puts it just straight just straight into the I guess the gas tank. It's yeah. like at the top. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Enough I don't know about, about old cars, but And that car is like some fast and the furious sort you of see business the puff, after mate. that. Oh, you see the you puff. See the puff. And it just goes. It goes so fast that police officers see it and start chasing him. And for some reason, they can keep up with this car that is going about 200 Which is also an hour. like losing parts. Yeah. It's like stuff's falling off. <laughs> it's going so fast that he's losing parts. Anyway, Kurt Russell is in a rush. He's got four minutes to get back. He's about to hit a red light. So he goes to slam on the brakes <laughs> and slams his feet right through the car. Now, we've already mentioned that this movie has some references to Scooby-Doo in the fact that everyone looks like Shaggy. They threw in a Flintstones reference as well. <laughs> his feet go right through and he's holding the car in place with his feet as the police are questioning him and about to give him a ticket. Like feet on the ground, like trying to <laughs> trying stop to hold the car. Yes. Which has a mind of its own because it's still going. The wheels are still yeah, spinning. Yeah, that's right. They're still spinning. He's got to lift the car off the <laughs> Off the ground. Road. He's talking to the cops. He's like, I don't know, he says something. He says something, you know. Kurt Russell says something. He says it's probably something. one of his first lines in the movie because yeah, we right. haven't seen this man for ages. He goes, "Man, I haven't been in the movie for so long. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Just let me have some screen time. Let me have some screen time. Some independent screen time. Far out. Trying to get in a Marvel movie in the future. Now he eventually makes it back, and he's got. He has to lift one thousand one hundred twenty-five pounds. Yeah, something like that. Something ridiculous. So he goes there. He's like, "All right, I'm ready to go. Let me get." He, in hold on. This. He drives the car. Into the gym where it just falls apart and it somehow stops right there. It couldn't stop at the red light. Wait, wait, wait. Does it go right into the yeah, gym? Yeah, he where like crashes is? into the. And then Dean's like, My car. <laughs> what have you done to my car? Uh, that's right. I said, No, basically, he lifts 1,100 pounds. That's he it. does. That's it. And that's the end of the movie. And then everyone just like puts him on chairs. Yeah, and, and he gets on a chair, and Shaggy gets on a chair, and <laughs> the lady from the serial company gets on a chair, yeah. and it turns into a bar mitzvah, <laughs> and that's it, or a Jewish wedding or something. And that's the end. No credits. That's the end. No credits. That's, that's it. it. Fade to black. black. Yeah, We're done. So what's the what's you looking for the trivia? So the trivia. So the majority of the trivia on IMDb is that this was someone's last movie. Because they died. <laughs> so not because, not because this was a terrible movie. No. Or was it so bad that they were like, "That's enough for you, mate." <laughs> and then you're done here. And then, other than that, it just says that even though Kurt Russell receives top credit for this film, he has the least amount of screen time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right. least amount of screen time. That's the reason we watch this movie. For Kurt Russell for and Kurt his Russell. jaw. And his jaw. And because he looks like the big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. We watched it for Kurt Russell specifically because he's our favourite actor in the big Lebowski. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, now, Vincent, you you said you had a synopsis earlier. 
which was hilarious. Oh, yeah. How know. many more have you got of those? I've got a few. <laughs> I've got the local police. The police chief. I've got, a, I've got an alternative title. Oh, yeah. Uh, Premier League Celebration Simulator. <laughs> 1975. Very good. Um, I'm going to work out which one of these are good. Because I wrote down a few. I'd like, I honestly... I'll just, I'll, just I'll just read you all of them. Yes, I'd, I'd love to le- read all, right. all of them. Local man breaks hand after having college kid hypnotized by a Chinese restaurant owner. That is a very good description of what this movie is. Gives you everything you need to know. Two cereal companies fight to see who has the worst cereal box design. Mobster released from prison might have been in a previous movie. (laughs) Kurt Russell disappears for an hour, returns to win a college weightlifting competition against middle-aged men. (laughs) My synopsis of this movie was it's like university, but everyone's an idiot. So it's like university. <laughs> I love that one. That's a good one. Now, Vincent, we this is our first podcast that we've done. We were using this as a means to figure out whether or not Disney Plus was worth getting based off of one movie. Is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now is time. To tell us what you really think of this movie. Okay. Tell me what you really think. So I don't know, you know, I don't know how much I gave away earlier in this bit. No, it was hard to know. But I did not have fun with this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the worst experiences ever. I didn't fall asleep because I was tired. I fell asleep because I was bored. Okay. All right. I love Cesar Romero though. (laughs) I think I made that clear. He had some pretty, pretty nice suits. Yeah. Now, Vincent, I've given my 10 cents. Would you give your 10 cents or what is it? $8.95 to Disney Plus to watch this movie? Would I create a new Gmail account to sign up to Disney Plus? Yes. For seven day free trial yes. for this movie. For this movie. For this Not movie. any other movie. So don't think about Avengers Endgame. Not any Avengers other movie. Infinity War. Literally all the superhero movies that we love. I can say with complete certainty yes. that I hold 100%. Sign up for Disney Plus for this movie. I was laughing like the whole time. Ellie kept asking me, what was that? I was like, no, sorry, I'm just laughing. She's oh going, my gosh. She's going, she said to someone, she's like, yeah, like he was watching this movie and just every five minutes I just hear him laughing. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, It was just like, just a roller coaster. I'll be honest with you. Like Kurt Russell disappears, turns into a heist movie. There's some like guides sound like a, a Bronx mobster. <laughs> that was your favorite guy. Now, that was my favorite guy. I did not expect that. But at the same time, I did 100% expect that you would love this movie. As I was watching it, I was like, Vinny's going to love this and it's going to annoy me. <laughs> All right, let me tell you what I loved about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I just know I laughed a lot. Yeah. And I just thought like, who... who who decided this was a movie that they were going to make? I think... It must have been Walt. Walt. I he would have been like, hey. Yeah, Walt would have been like, listen, fellas, listen. we need a movie about a strong man. But and I want Kurt Russell in it, <laughs> but I also don't want Kurt Russell in it. Yes. Yeah. Say no more. We got you, fam. We got you, fam. The script's right here. <laughs> oh. You know what? This seems like the golden era of Disney. So I'm pretty excited to see what other films they have around this time. Yeah, what, what are we watching quality. next? The 
computer tennis shoes. Yeah, so the uh, the first one in this series is the computer who wore tennis shoes. The second one is now you see him, now you don't. And then the third is obviously what we watched. To be honest with you, Vincent, I don't know if I want to watch any of it next. <laughs> I'm cancelling my Disney Plus subscription right now. No, I don't. I don't know if we'll watch. I don't know if we'll watch one in the Medfield High, Medfield College universe again until a bit later. Well, you tell me what to watch, and I'll watch it. I'll tell you what to watch, and likely I'll enjoy it. <laughs> we can. <laughs> we can I just, just thought it was hilarious. Like, it's just there was no clear direction. Of the move, nothing no, made sense. Nothing made Why sense. Why do these cereal companies care about winning this weightlifting co- to see who's the best cereal? Oh, this is the best cereal. <laughs> this is definitively the best cereal. I'm trying to put myself into the mindset you of imagine, me as a kid. Can you imagine, mm. like, Kellogg's yeah. going to war with Sanitarium? Yeah. Just being like, whoever wins this weightlifting competition is the best cereal. Yeah. Kellogg's like, wins. Coles like, sorry, sanitarium. <laughs> You're off the shelves. But I specifically like wheat picks for the flavour and texture. <laughs> sorry, mate. You eating Vita Brits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You want to win a weightlifting competition? Do you want to win a weightlifting? You want to win a weightlifting competition? <laughs> Do you want to be the strongest man in the world? Not really? <laughs> Wouldn't everyone be the strongest man in the world? If everyone's the strongest man in the world, is anyone the strongest man in the exactly. world? Exactly. Far out. That's some philosophy. That's some philosophy. Right. And that brings us to the end of this show, Vincent. Yep. Thank Was you. Was it a good one? <laughs> we don't know. Did I have a mental breakdown? Yes. <laughs> Multiple times. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, all right. So tune in whenever the next one is. Could be two weeks. Could be never. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter, I guess. Yeah, you can. Yeah, because I've got Twitter. You got do you have Twitter? Twitter? I do, but I don't know what my Twitter handle is. Oh, I've actually got to look it up. I only, I haven't, don't think I've tweeted anything. Oh, I always retweet like competitions. So maybe I'll make a new Twitter for this. Okay. That's like not retweeting competitions. Yes. We'll leave a gap for you to put in that soundbite. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so follow me at... The Back Catalog Boys. <laughs> <laughs> The back catalogue and then Apo's the boys. No, I don't think that would be... I think that would be taken. Just, you know what? Follow us at the back catalogue. That's a good idea. Follow us. We'll have a... I mean, for the four listeners, you, me, our dads, they can follow us at the back catalogue if it exists. If it exists. Otherwise, then we'll put down what (laughs) what Twitter... Exists if it exists. Yes, well, yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah. Uh, rate us on... If there's somewhere to rate us, send us a rating. Right? Yeah. We're going to rate five stars. We're going to rate five stars. I thought this is it's good content. I enjoyed this. <laughs> I had a good time. Um, yeah. Now I've got to work out how to like... Edit. And upload. Make a podcast. 